Hello everyone, welcome to week nine, ENS Football Podcast. I'm here with three special people today. Mr. Tim Spears. Tim, how's it going? Very well. Mr. Matt Mayer. Hello, you all right? Oh, that's very, very formal of you. Um, and uh, Mr. Matt Wilson. Matt, how's it going, mate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I- I'm great. Matt, from your stag, we last spoke to you, we did, it, we did an Albion special. How was the stag? Oh, Cra- I, bet, I, bet, I bet you've only just recovered. Just crazy, crazy stag in Barcelona. It wasn't that crazy, but it was good. Come yeah. on, what was the highlight? Uh, the highlight was probably getting the stag who had cornrows in his hair at this point. Cornrows. Uh, because on the beach in Barcelona, you know, all the women come over and offer you cornrows. So we got him Did they? corned up. Yeah, they come over and they offer to do it for you. Is this this the braiding, braiding thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got him cornrows. And okay. there were these two girls on the beach taking photos of themselves in like provocative ways. And the whole beach was watching, thinking what the hell was going on. Yeah. So me and him went down to the beach and... Uh, took photos of him behind them and they had no idea and the whole beach was laughing at them. So that was quite fun. Who, who'd want to get a haircut on the street? I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that, to be honest. We paid 20 euros for the corner and they fell out within hours. So uh, Again, again, crazy stag getting cornrows in your hair. I mean, dearie me. Literally hangover stuff. Uh, Sorry it's not as good as yours. <laughs> back, with, back with football, thank God. Oh, I hate international weeks. I don't know about you, but... I've just got no interest in that. I've got no interest in watching it. If I hear, watch, or read anything about Wayne Rooney oh, again, God. I will literally kill myself. I didn't, even watch, I didn't even watch either England game, but no. I'm, 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 si- I'm sick of Rooney Wolves anyway. Did anyone watch the game? Joe Massey watched the game. I saw the second half last night. Well, oh. in between that and had my tea. It wasn't great. What was the highlight of your tea? <laughs> what was, what was <laughs> great your tea? <laughs> in fact, I walked into I had a Chinese. So I, I saw Joe Hart save just so I walked in to get the food. Right. And uh, it's a great anecdote already. It was, uh, <laughs> I, I am starting to wonder though whether Clive Silsley and Glenn Hoddle are employed by the by the FA. Yeah. I mean, there is no situation that they cannot try and put a, a positive spin on. I, um, they said it was a precious. My, my timeline was filled with precious points um, on Twitter. Points, what said. You know, and, uh, and 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 trying to. Well, it's uh, yeah. Um, it was boring. They really, they they are they they are wasted on on ITV. They they are needed in in Syria. Yeah, but I mean, Syria. <laughs> 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 well, Hoddle's not going to get the England job, is he? Let's be honest. Every time he's talked about, they're not going to give him the job, is, are they ever? You know, what I mean, no, he can't come back from that. I don't understand why. We come back from what? He's from his previous. He's <laughs> a terrible punditry. You know, it's, uh, from his past life. I tell you what, I never thought I would miss Andy Townsend as much as I miss, but. Uh, you start to realise actually Andy Townsend wasn't that bad when you listen to Hod. Yeah. If you're listening, Glenn. Thanks. <laughs> <Big fan. laughs> you know. why, uh, why have they got three international breaks before the end of November? It's it's so frustrating. It's, it's more frustrating for fantasy Premier League. To be honest, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. you, you need a bit of fantasy at the weekend. That's the only thing keeps me going. I don't know. You need a break every now and then. <laughs> oh no, no. Anyway, um, <coughs> football is back. Um, Let's talk about the main headline at the moment. Let's go straight to Aston Villa. It's Arrivederci, Roberto, and why I man to uh, to Steve Bruce. Oh, and, that's uh, terrible. He's, he's not, oh. That took me. It took me a night to think about that. Ooh. I had to check I where he was from. I can't believe that, Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe that. But uh, well, you know, Steve Bruce, imminent appointment. We're looking like he he is the man who's going to be taking charge of Aston Villa for the foreseeable future. Good appointment. Yeah, I think the obvious appointment and the right appointment. Um, you know his name just jumped out. Obviously, as soon as Di Matteo was uh, was axed, um, available, based in the Midlands, 
But it's not. It's that's largely irrelevant. It's his record. Um, Fifteen last fifteen seasons, he spent four of them in the championship, and he's been promoted every season. And um, whatever doubts there might have been, or doubts there may be over his style of play or past associations, he knows his way around that division, and he's exactly um, exactly what Villa need. Do you think? Do you think people will be worried about the Blues connection? They were. They will if he loses a couple of games. Yeah, it could become a factor. I mean, you know, he can help. You know. If he wins at St Andrews at the end of the month, I think it's pretty much yeah. blown away. I think there is a, a small section of supporters, perhaps, who, who believe that, that no good can come from the other side of anything that comes from the other side of Windsor. Windsor Street gas works uh, should be treated with suspicion. It's great knock on it. Respect the, that. Uh, well, I've written it in my column for tomorrow, so <laughs> I thought I'd wait. I thought I'd use it now as well, but. Yeah, I do. I do think there is. There may be a small element. I actually think it's more more of us in the media, uh, not particularly us, particularly the the nationals. I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's an, you, everyone saw what happened to Alex McLeish. Though, though I think that was also. I mean, you know, there's been a the, the line with McLeish is always uh, they don't like him. They didn't like him because he came from Blues. It was more the fact that uh, he came from Blues and and did particularly badly. He didn't. Um, he didn't come from. Yeah, but yeah, but Bruce hasn't been. Bruce, at exactly. Well, that's one there. of the key factors. Bruce has. You know, there's been. Three clubs in between, mm. and also the fact he did a pretty good job at Blues. I mean, yeah, yeah. if you're looking, I mean, Villa has become uh, this reputation, and, and quite rightly, particularly the last eighteen months, have been a bit of a managerial graveyard, poison chalice, whatever cliche you want to use. But I mean, Blues is a, is a hard club to do well at, and Bruce did particularly well at Blues. I mean, they were bumbling around in the in the, the second tier for a long time, all those near misses under Trevor Francis, and he got them up in the first season. He kept them up. And they did. They did extremely well. Um, he sort of so. dealt with that with that kind of fan hatred thing before, because isn't the Newcastle lad? Yeah. And he was at Sunderland, wasn't he? Yeah, I exactly. Remember yeah, all yeah, that yeah. coming up at the time. He's I would think that, that would, would be a far bigger yeah issue. Yeah. Uh, For than, sure. than what he's facing now. Well, if you read his Wikipedia, he's actually a you know, the, and the thing is, he's a pretty he's a pretty nice bloke. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, he's not he's a uh, McLeish. McLeish is a nice guy, but I think Bruce has got that. He's got that personality that doesn't take himself too seriously. You know, he was known as Mr. Potato Head by uh, by Villa fans, but he he's always made light of that. Um, you know, and he's I, I, I just think he's a good fit. I think he's what the club needs. He's a good man manager. Um, he'll carry on. You know, Di Matteo for all the disasters that were going on on the pitch. Like disasters, maybe a bit of a strong word, but for all mm. the problems he had on the pitch, mm. he did. You know. Do quite a lot of good work in the summer, trying to start to beginning to change the culture of the club, and I think Bruce is the man to, to carry that on. Bruce, yeah, Di Matteo was never really the right man for the no, club. No, he wasn't. Was he? And I think that, should he have gone though, or just should he have been given a bit more time? Well, I, I, I'll stick by. I wrote that you know on the day he was on the day they lost at Preston, I said he should be given more time. I think he would have been given more, would have been given more time um, had they not been so bad at Preston. Mm. I mean, I wasn't at that game, but speaking to supporters who went more similarly, you know, the more. Moderate supporters saying it's the uh, worst performance they've seen in decades, which said how bad Villa have been for the past few years. Um, that is some statement, and and really that was I think that that did for him. He just could not afford um, that kind of performance. I think there was a realization then after that game among the board that actually things aren't getting better. And then the small things that were happening, the, the suspicion that maybe he was losing his way, mm. um, you know, and also the fact that you know he's. Not just not the right man for a for a crisis. He's he's very laid back, very aloof, and 
that's not you need somebody to, to grab it by the scruff of the neck when things are starting to go wrong and he's just not that man have you seen Bruce's new Wikipedia page it's been changed I have sorted. seen that yeah, yeah. That, that was quite I mean I quite like that one what's that one? <laughs> it's got the teams that he's passed that he's managed Sheffield United Huddersfield Town Wigan Athletic Crystal Palace biggest regret of his career Wigan Sunderland <laughs> and Hull City that's that's Birmingham City Tim that would be the biggest regret yeah, of his career I'm still finding that funny no? but no very good he's well, yeah. doing, doing, doing well on social today <laughs> that's great doing well on social <laughs> you just enjoy your Costa coffees come in with two Costa coffees oh don't we're talking start. about you know what? he's coming with two said... coffees Matt's got Matt's got a lovely tea and host not not catered for why are you rewriting history again you, what you always are you do talking this about? I messaged you half an hour ago do you want a coffee right I'm checking I'm checking my messages now right okay <laughs> did you whatsapp me or did you did you text me I whatsapp you how many goals what's that me that's the question whoa 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 we're going into that soon let me see this first he's got two goals two oh, goals no. yeah hasn't Once. scored since uh, since he last scored since when no because we discussed this since in, a, in a, since a pre- previous podcast since he's, yeah he got two at Rotherham two bl- have you seen him two blinders oh he is well, he's looking good. Long range efforts, were they? Yeah, both, both pretty long. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've, yeah. we've talked about this. Yeah. The two goals he scored one, he was bang, coming into the box, it hit him, and he went to the bomb corner. He couldn't believe he scored. The second one, he's turned, he scuffed it, and it's gone in, it's hit someone anyway, else and gone anyway, into the, 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 the corner. The big news is now he's got himself a prolific strike partner. The big news him. is now they've lost the manager. So now they've got Neil Warnock in charge, who's immediately brought big fan of Lambert West Brom yeah. trialist legend. Yeah. Maron Shemakin, mm. who's now shaved his hair. Have you seen that? I saw he shaved his head. He looks very odd. Yeah, it looks very strange. Doesn't suit him at all. However, obviously that's his number one striker. Lambert straight to the bench. You're struggling on this bet. Uh, Warnock likes four four two. He loves Lambert. Um, people are already comparing. He him loves to Lambert. Lambert. Yeah, Lambert is a Warnock player. Speaks about how many him. goals? Speaks about how many goals has he got to score? Five. Six. Five. Six. 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 Yeah, six. And what, what do you have to do if he scores six goals? I have to buy him Costas for the rest of the podcast next season. I thought you had to get cornrows in your What, every week? Cornrows yeah. as well. Every, huh? week. every, week. every week, yeah. Every it's, week. It's going to cost me probably like 60 quid. Yeah. Well, no? Well. Not feeling it? I'd put that money aside. Thank <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> you. Fairly safe. Don't, don't frivol it away on bets. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I am as good as golden. Um, so, yeah, so Shemaka in, and I think, I think you're struggling. Well, Shamak, um, apparently, according to Tony Pulis, Shamak is a number 10 anyway, so Lambert can be still be the target man. They're already comparing him to Sutton and Shearer. Wow. Some people are. Wow. Some people are. Wow. It remains to be seen. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Paddy Kenny, is Paddy Kenny there yet, is he? Loves a Paddy Kenny signing, doesn't he? He does. He follows it man like a bad smell. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, dear. It's like Redknapp and Crenshaw. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, I could go on to from speaking about Redknapp, but we won't. Um, Aston Villa then, so obviously, hopefully, well, you'd have thought new manager, Steve Bruce in uh, by Saturday, of course. Well, we hope, we think this, uh, we think we think this afternoon, don't this we? Afternoon, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're I'm deliberately be going talking out, a bit so. quicker than usual to, uh, <laughs> to, to, uh, to get out of this room. <laughs> well, you know, in case, it, in case the news breaks. All goes know, crazy. And, uh, you might have to slow me down afterwards. Only one won this season, but new manager always gets the best in the players. And of course, of course, 5.30, live on Sky, first game in charge. All the Hampton Wanderers, Mr. Tim Live Spinners. on the sky? Then you mean live on the Express and Star website? Well, and live at the Express and Star website, of course. That's a good point. Sky, a good point. sky Live game. That's you can follow point. our live stream. Why are you promoting Sky before <laughs> the Express and Star? That's a good point. But big TV game, big clash. I mean, is this the last thing that Wolves wanted, Tim? Uh, yeah, especially with Steve Bruce in charge. As soon as he twice came very close to getting the job, including quite recently in the summer, we believe, he was yeah. very close to getting it. Uh, the Wolves also, job. The Wolves job, and also in 2012... So yeah, as soon as as soon as um, as soon as Villa lost their last game, Wolves fans were like, "We know we know they're going to sack 
Now they're going to sack Di Matteo and get mm. the new manager bounced straight away. Everybody's already dreading it. So, yeah, it was it was already looking at a tough game, but I think if Bruce gets a couple of days training with them, um, they'll all A couple of a, days, though. Can you, can you, what can you do in a couple of days? Yeah, but you, a couple of days. He's story. also got... History is not on his side. We've just been discussing uh, upstairs the last Villa manager to win his first game in charge. Oh, yeah, go on. I was going to take guesses from the... Oh, right. Last uh, manager, so I'm going to say uh, Brian Little... Know. Brian Little. No, actually, but you do need to go almost that far back. It's John Gregory. Oh. Wow. So it's, I mean, yeah, they do. They're not don't tend to make quick starts for the managers. He's probably going to need to make one, otherwise he could get in trouble quite quickly. Do you think? Uh, no, but, surely uh, he's got to sign, no, no, he's got to sign a decent yeah, contract. But, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, it's history's not on his side. History's not on his side. What is on Wolves' side this season is obviously on the back of two. <laughs> really disappointing defeats, Wigan, Wigan and Norwich. But the big players have come out in the big games. You away from home, you've got Birmingham. Yeah, City the two big away games. And yeah. Newcastle. Blues and Newcastle. They they rose to the occasion and perform well. It's mm-hmm. a it's a big game for Wolves because they lost the last two. Yeah. They're already five off the playoffs. They've got Brighton away on Tuesday, and then Leeds at home on Saturday. Leeds put together a bit of a decent run of late. Mm. Um, so after two defeats on the spin, five puts off the playoffs. Jeff Shee saying. He, You've got to be in and around the playoffs at Christmas, basically. That's the target. So, Or what? Ozenga is in trouble? Uh, well, I think that's pretty obvious, yeah, basically. There were um, there were, yeah. there were rumours, weren't there, that, that there were some there were some problems or whatever, but I think that we've quite... No, that, that's, we? yeah, been completely taken yeah. out of context and exaggerated quite a lot. You know, people love a drama mm. of Wolves. Especially the board, and, International um, Week, need, international to, do, need break. to get a story. So, so, if they'd won their last two games and he'd gone to Dubai to go and see his wife and children... Yeah. For four days, it really wouldn't be an issue, but because they lost the last two games, mm-hmm. everybody... Is that where they live? Yeah, they're still living over there, yeah. yeah. They're still in a hotel, so good. Uh, she, um, she going to be at the game? She and Jar together? A little bit of... Do they know each other? Uh, he, well, he went He went back... Uh, I don't think so. He's, he's, he went back at the start of the international break. Jar won't be there. He went, oh, no, he's already said that. He's uh, speaking at a robot conference. Pardon? Yeah. What? Well, he, he put it on Twitter that he's... Uh, cause, well, it's the weekend after next. <laughs> Do you mean the robot well, no, he's, conference? He's on business in uh, he's on business in China at the moment. Speaking and uh, he, he he was asked if he was going to attend. Peter With I don't want to get away from the no, I mean, I'm here, Peter With challenged Virgin Trains. You know this whole Virgin Trains. Yeah, the Twitter spot. Challenged Virgin Trains to a game against the Villa Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing another train company later this month. They're playing and, another train company. Yeah, Jar. Well, it's charity games and games against work teams. Charity, you know, you can hire out the Villa Legends, can't you, to, to play. Um, Jar was asked, would he go to this, the game? Because uh, he kind of waded into the, uh, yeah, the debate, didn't the he, spot, yeah. to tweet about uh, Chinese trains. Um, and uh, he said, no, I'm, I'm speaking at an AI and robot conference. Um <laughs> Is this like probably like man robots, like 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 you know Terminator situation? I've no on. idea. No, well, you should know. I mean, this is a good story here. Yeah. Uh, but he's you know he's got obviously he's a, a, a head of a, a conglomerate. He's got his fingers in pies or or whatever they call it and uh, cogs and uh, exactly yeah and he's uh, he's 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 yeah he's. He's speaking. About well, he's speaking at a robot conference, so, so he, he won't be there. Interestingly, though, Jeff Shee. Did say he said he didn't know Jar? Oh, yeah, he did. Didn't, he, didn't yeah. he was, yeah. and but and but Jar insists that he does know. Is it what she and he got was kind of a bit 
not rude, but perhaps uh, not the most complimentary. On they didn't really quit criticise she and uh, bit of a bit Lyle, of a, he, bit of a, a bit of a don't you know, know who I am kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Judah does that all the time. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it is embarrassing <laughs> but, when they're but, but on Zenga. Well, I completely agree. It seems premature to, to start worrying about him. I mean, if they were to lose on Saturday, I mean, every manager now is, seems to be three straight losses away from a, a crisis, and and, and Foson have shown that they're pretty ruthless. Uh, yeah, well, with the way they yeah, but I, I don't Kenner. think I don't think they want to be sacking a second manager in two months. No, no. And I, I, like I said, you know, they've lost they've lost a couple on the bounce, but after those Newcastle and Brentford games, you know, everyone was flying high. Yeah, thinking yeah. Zenga's the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. So I, I do kind of back them to put on a performance on Saturday. It's just, it's just the Steve Bruce effect that worries me. How, but how was Zenga this week? Zenga was a delight this week. A delight. Um, we um, got kind of our pretty much our first one on one interview with him yesterday. And he was engaging, he was funny, he was charismatic. I think he's starting to relax a bit more now. And I think maybe he realised that after the Norwich game, when he looked at every journalist like they'd just put their hand on his sister's bum. Um, <laughs> put their hand on his sister's bum? Is that the best you've got? It's just, yeah, that's, 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 that was the look he gave. So, uh, Is there a ranking? Honestly, he was in. He was in. Well, we've all been there. He, he was in a foul mood. What? Put your hand on his sister's bum. This is this is spiraling out of control. <coughs> Sorry, you know, Walter. When the when the manager comes out, foul mood after the game. Literally, just doesn't want to talk. Doesn't want to answer any questions. And he was he was well to the point of being very rude and, and prickly with all the journalists. Yeah. So I think he's realised he's not going to win any favour by doing that. But also, it's the way he comes across to the fans because. If we're asking him, you know, why did why did you lose to Norwich? Well, they scored two goals. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, do you think Norwich deserve to win? No, we deserve to win. Literally, that's it. Then you know, the fan the fans want more than that as yeah, well. Of so he's do, not yeah. going to win any favour. Yeah. So, but anyway, no pleasure to speak to him yesterday. Um, he's kind of re- reiterating his his desire and his passion and his. You know, he he what he really wants is to work. He's in it for the long haul as well. He's not just coming in as like a firefighter to see what he can do. Do you think it was a good time for a break for them, or, or do you think they need to get straight back on it? Yeah, because they were missing Bod Varson really Massively, badly. He yeah. played for Iceland during the international break, but we think he's fine there. And also Dicko as well, um, played in the Sheker Trade Trophy, scored a couple of blinding goals. If anyone hasn't seen mm. them, absolutely brilliant goals. <clears throat> so they all all of a sudden got two two very decent strikers up front. Well, we'll go, we'll go to team news in a little bit and we're going to move on to, to West Brom pretty quickly, but would you expect Dicko to, to potentially start on Saturday or is he still not, not no, quite there No, I don't think yet? so. I mean, he's been, out, he's been out for a year and two months mm-hmm. and he's still only played half an hour of first-team football unless you can't check a trade trophy, which I don't. Um, so they don't count as first-team well, football? Well, I don't. No, they, they, the FA don't. Well, quite, yeah. Um so. Not, 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 even the, not even the League One and League Two clubs is their first teams. No, no. It, yeah. the, the regulations to stop um, suspensions carrying over. Joke Let's not get into that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I don't think he'll start. I think it's a great option to have off the bench. Mm. I'd be interested to see whether he pairs him with Bod Varson or sticks a 4 3 3 and replaces him. But no, I don't think he'll start. But he's looking good and he won't be far. From his uh, from his kind of best form in no. the next few weeks. Great to have him back, Matt. I must admit, when I was uh, checking the the Sunderland score last or the other week, you know, week and a half ago now, and went one 0 up, I thought, happy days. That's exactly what Albion do. Close it out. Three points. Typical Pulis away performance, and then that happened. Yeah, but you can't really account for a sort of late goal, late equaliser. Albion have done that to plenty of teams in the past, mm-hmm. and quite recently too. 
Um, if you take the Stoke game into account, you know, it happens, especially away from home, um, against a team like Sunderland who are fighting for their lives. It was uh, a poor goal to concede, though. Uh, I think Craig Gardner was at fault twice uh, for that goal. He gave the ball away initially to Van Aanholt and then didn't track the run. Mm. So uh, he then got shunted down to uh, number 23 for the Checker Trade Trophy, nice. unsurprisingly. Um, but yeah, they are three games unbeaten, which is great. Yeah. But you've got to remember those three games were against three of the worst sides in the league. You've got West Ham, Sunderland and Stoke. The real test is coming up now. Whoa, what uh, are three games coming up now, eh? Well, four as well, if you count Leicester afterwards. Mm. We've got Spurs, Liverpool, Man City. Probably three of the most exciting, yeah. uh, flourishing Informed teams. Side, yeah. Informed side, yeah. Informed side of the first few games. And then Leicester after that. So now, Pulis is a master at getting points out of sure. these sort, sort of games. You know, he... There's no way they're going to lose all four. That's just not what West Brom do. They always get a result somewhere, don't they? No, I can, I can see them nicking uh, uh, points and possibly even a win yeah. against one of those teams. Yeah. Um, if you look at how they played against Spurs in April uh, last year when Spurs were going for the title and Albion nicked a one-all draw at White Hart Lane, you know you can see the same thing happening this weekend even though Spurs are you know unbeaten and looked amazing against Man City last time out. It's just what Pulis is good yeah. at, isn't it? Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. Um It'll be interesting to see if they... I'm sure they're going to revert to type and sit in deep and sure. try and frustrate these uh, much more exciting teams and mm. uh, try and nick a point. How comfortable do you think Tony is now after these three games? Because obviously before that West Ham game, he really there was a sense that he was, if not on the brink, then approaching it. Oh. Uh, the, how, how much ground do you think he's made in these last three weeks? Or, or you know, could it all... Fall away again if he, with a few bad results. Well, I don't think if if he say he lost three out of the four games yeah. coming up, I don't think you could level that at him because they're three of the best yeah, yeah. best teams in the league and better teams now going to be beaten by these teams. Um, so I don't think if he goes on a run like that now, no. he probably wouldn't fall back into that situation where he's under pressure. Um, if he you know if if that run then extends maybe into December and over Christmas, then yes. Yeah. Um, lies actually at the game. On Saturday, the second time he's uh, he's got he's come to a game after going to the Everton game earlier this season, and he's due to meet Tony afterwards um, just for a little meeting, a little chat. So that'll be interesting to see um, see what they say to each other. Um, I'm sure most of it will be kept behind closed doors, but hopefully we'll be able to find out what the basis of the chat was. He's due to meet John Williams on Friday, the chairman, um, and I'm sure it will all be um, you know just keep on doing what you're doing. They're in the yeah. top half of the Premier League, mm. and they're playing well at the moment. I suppose it's where you are in the table, isn't it? After the, after those defeats, around December, January, I suppose they get nervous. But like you say, I, I fancy Albion to not Manchester. I fancy Albion to do something surprise, yeah. surprise in the next few weeks. Well, I say what is surprising? James McLean's form. I mean, he carried it on in, in in the international week, and he's looking like hopefully a bit of a resurgence from what, what he first started off at Albion. Yeah, he was well. He was brilliant when he first came last uh, last season. Yeah. First sort of 10 games, he quickly established himself as a fan's favourite um, just by running up the left wing <laughs> with gay abandon and not really, you know, thinking about his fitness levels. Mm. Um, but I think the way he plays meant that he did tail off towards the second half of the season when he, he obviously lost fitness, um, got a bit tired and then his form dipped and his quality dipped. Um, and he's not the best player in the world anyway and he'd probably admit that himself um, but yeah he's had a great start to the mm. season scored two goals for Albion scored two goals for Ireland which is a, which is a big deal for him mm. uh, considering his background and, and you know he's from Derry and he, he picked to play for the Republic of Ireland because of his uh, because of his beliefs mm. and 
and everything like that. So yeah, he's 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 flying high in confidence at the moment. And I think the exciting thing for Albion fans at the moment is they've got a front four there with McLean, Phillips, yeah. Chadley and Rondon yeah. that can break away at pace and really hurt teams, which means that when you've got that solid base, you've, you've actually looked like you might mm-hmm. score from open play, which mm-hmm. they didn't look like doing last season at all. No, and we spoke about Galloway losing his place to Alan Nyam and, 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 and Nyam playing very well indeed. And like you say, they've got that solidity now, haven't they? And hopefully, especially with this home game coming up with, with maybe you know Harry Kane-less Spurs... That they can they can do something. I mean, I think the Spurs is the type of game where they can maybe nick a one nil or something like that. I know they haven't done great in the last previous seasons, but he'll be hoping to, to get something from the game for sure. It's funny because before the Stoke and the Sunderland game, all the talk was like, "Ah, oh, they haven't won yet. These two teams, they're due a win, yeah, and it couldn't come against us." Well, in the same goes for Spurs. They're mm-hmm. due a defeat, mm-hmm. and I just wouldn't put it past Pulis to do it. Yeah. You know, a one nil or a two one against the uh, Spurs at the Hawthorns, especially because. The, the atmosphere will probably be good on Saturday. Um, you know they're top; they're in the top half. I'm expecting it to be a bit more, um, you know, a bit more jumping than it was the last few times. So uh, we'll see what happens. Chadley will be up for it. Chadley will be bang up for it. Well, I mean, yeah. what? what a big game! For I was him. really impressed. I did the game at Sunderland. I was really. It was interesting to see just how. It was nice. What, to what, what an important, yeah. Thank <coughs> you. What an important. Um, I always enjoy visits to North East. Lovely part of the country. I was just impressed by, or, or well, just how 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 important he is already to the to the team in terms of creative outlet. Just you mentioned McLean, watching him against Sunderland, you just think just how much he gets right, how 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 easy he is to admire with his work rate and everything. The kind of player he'd be if he just had that extra five percent, that end product, you know, delivered more regularly. Yeah, I think Tony he could said be what, if, could be one hell of a player. I think Tony you know. said if he, if he had that, he probably wouldn't be. Yeah, that there, is that, problem, there is but that. But he's. Yeah. No, you can't fault his work rate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chadley is already a crucial, crucial member of the team. And if he falls injured, no touch wood, he doesn't, um, then you're looking at getting back into the trouble that we, we saw last season. Has he been given more of a free role from Pulis then? Because I mean, yeah. he's always been one who wants, to, wants his team to track back. But, but has he said, look, that's where your strength is. Go on, son. You know. Oh no, he's still doing the defensive work. He is, is he's tracking this back. This is why he's been such a, a brilliant addition to the squad because he's 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 still doing he's still getting into that bank of five in defence, especially away from home. Right. He started on the left wing against Bournemouth in his first game. Mm-hmm. That's where he played the majority of the time for Spurs, um, drifting in off that left wing. But Pulis moved him into a central number ten position after that, and he's benefited from being the main man. I mean, I think that I think that. They've got more than a chance there, and I think that it should be really a game where they can hopefully keep it, keep you know, shut up shop early in the game, and then try and nick it a goal. Hopefully, second half. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Albin have been particularly good recently, flying out the blocks, mm. um, especially at home. You look at the Crystal Palace game and the West Ham game. Um, if they score early doors, then they can then go on and win the game. It's actually when they don't score in that first sort of half an hour. Then they start to get a bit worried, and the you know the other team's quality might take over, and then they start mm. to exert more control on the game, and that's when um, they, they normally lose games. Um, so I I actually think the first goal is crucial, and I reckon if if Albion nick the first, the opening goal, they mm. might be able to get a draw, or yeah, or even all three points. Let's just quickly move on to Warsaw. Uh, Matt Jekyll and Hyde team going to be four one. 4-1, get smashed by Scunthorpe, but then they beat Millwall 2-1. It's one of those seasons, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. It's a massive learning curve for uh, for John Whitney. Um, I don't think there's any question of that. 
a big result for them beating Millwall before the international break. Otherwise, they'd have been sat in the relegation zone for the past two weeks. Massive game this Saturday against against Shrewsbury or, or Shrewsbury. Yeah. No one can quite agree on how to pronounce Shrewsbury. it. I think they did decide Shrewsbury. at some point. Shrewsbury, isn't it? Or town? Some it's people town. call it. No, you, people in Shrew, Shrew, Salop. Shrewsbury Salop. call it. Yeah, let's call them Salop or town. Managerless Salop. Managerless. Well, they might not be managers by Saturday, no. but every chance they will be. Um, I watched uh, Shrewsbury <laughs> in the uh, Checker Trade Trophy last week, and uh, they are they are lacking confidence. Mm. Um, so this is a big chance of Warsaw to massive chance to get another win and some momentum. Um, you know, I think maybe um, I watched a lot of Warsaw in the first month of the season, and there were concerns mm. perhaps about uh, where 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 this season might end up. I think you know the players are clearly. Playing for John, um, you know, he's obviously it's such a tough job for a first job as a as a sure. manager, having having lost so many players and basically having to rebuild almost from scratch. Uh, but I think he's doing. I think he's doing all right. I think uh, you know they're getting they're getting by. I think they'll be they'll be okay. Touch wood. Uh, just a little bit. I mean, obviously we don't we don't really cover Shrewsbury here, but um, Rob Rob Edward just linked with linked with the Shrewsbury manager. I think he's second or third favourite now. Any, any truth in that? Um, I think that I think he's on their shortlist, which is why he's, he's rated in the betting quite highly. But as of, as of as of a couple of days ago, no, there was nothing in it. No, I'm sure he'd like to speak to them. Mm. He's you know he's 32, 33, very highly regarded at Wolves, definitely future management material. But w- Wolves would definitely not, definitely don't want him to go. I mean, I think he was Zenga likes him. Kind of uh, part of the deal brokered as as to as to the backroom staff when when all the changes happened in the summer. You know, it was very much you know. Got to keep Rob Edwards at the club, so they really want to want him to go. Mm. But if but they won't be able to stand in his way if he's got if he wants to go now. I think it'd be a good job for him personally. I wouldn't want to see him leave Wolves, but it would be a good job for him. So let's 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 um, predictions for the game: Walsall against Shrewsbury, massive game for for both clubs really. And uh, let's go with Mr. Matt Wilson first: Walsall versus Shrewsbury prediction, please. Well, Walsall are so unpredictable; it could be anything. Um, I'll go for a two-nil win for Walsall. Two-nil Walsall. Mr. Timothy Wolves Spears, what do you? Don't call me that. Uh, nil nil. <laughs> nil nil. Yeah, nil nil. Nil nil. What's so shocking about that? Nil nil. Dower game. Oh, exciting end to end. Nil nil. No, terrible. Awful terrible game. Nil. Yeah, nil game. <laughs> That's what you get for Massey not being on the show. To be fair, isn't it? You know what I mean? For all. <laughs> Matt, come on! I know you need to get off here for potential villain news, but give me a prediction, please, that you think the game is going to be. I think Wolves will win. Just, just win. Do I have to give a score? Yeah, you do give a score. Ah, uh, two nil. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go two nil as well. Three two nils and a, and a nil nil. You wait and see. You wait and see. I'm, I'm going to put some money on that. Well, because right we have a predictions league at the Express and Star. Oh yeah, yeah. And I you keep, are bottom. Yeah, I keep, uh, I keep forgetting to do it. Of division <laughs> Don't three. Give me that. Of division, the three divisions. There are three divisions, <laughs> and he's bottom of division three. I can't really talk too much because I'm second bottom of division three. Okay, but you're the newbie though, so you have to you have to start from the bottom. He's been there for years. No, I haven't. It's my first year. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been in the company for a long time. You don't fancy to do the prediction league before that. As just available to sports I people. Think this is only the second year. Of the so basically, you yeah. you two are bottom of the. Uh, but I, I, I haven't done it. I haven't done it. Bottom, bottom of the bottom. The bottom of the bottom league. Yeah. Bottom of the bottom. But division. we're also the two hardest working guys in the building. We just haven't got time. Yeah, <laughs> have not got time. Face. Sorry, Please sorry. Um, you've just come in. You've just come in from your day off, haven't you? For this special podcast. Exactly. And Matt's just come in from his from his stag do. Okay, yeah, it's fair enough. No problem. We'll stay. We'll stay here. Me and Matt, Matt, Matt Mayer, will grind it out. No problem. That's fine. Grind it out. Grind you it and Mayer. Out. Yeah. Oh, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Let's leave it at that. 
Uh, Spurs, West Brom. Um, first of all, are we expecting many changes, team news-wise? The only uh, injury doubt is Darren Fletcher, who picked up a, a dead leg at the weekend for Scotland, mm. but he played last night, um, played 60 minutes. He basically said, I've got nothing to save myself for, which I, think, <laughs> yeah. which I completely understand. He's captain of his country. This is a crucial qualifying campaign for them. Um, after you know, Not anymore, it's not. Well, no, they were dreadful last night. But Only four points behind England. But, Three, actually. But I, uh, he's, the only, he's the only worry. Um, he's going to be assessed uh, tomorrow when all the players come back into training uh, tomorrow so that we'll see how he, how he fares. I think even if, he's slight, if he, even if he's got a slight injury, he might play uh, just for an hour. And then hopefully we'll see some of Sam Field, who has been brilliant oh, okay, uh, good. In, that, in that sort of deep-lying midfield role. Um, but he's the only worry. Chris Brunt is uh, nearing a return, but I think this game will be too soon for him. James Morrison, bench? I think Morrison will be on the bench. I can't, I can't see Pulis changing that front mm. four. Mm. Predictions then. Let's start off with Matt Mayer. Matt, West Brom versus Spurs. A score, please. Well, I do think Albin will cause a shock or two in the next few weeks, but I don't think it'll be this one. I think Tom will win. I think Albin a better suit, still a better suit to play away from home. Maybe you'll give a score prediction when we come round for the Wolves game. Oh, uh, right. Okay. 2-1 uh, Tottenham. 2-1 Tottenham. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Albion. Classic 1-0. Backs against the wall, nick a goal, 1-0, Chadley against his old club. Yeah, it's the, narr- it's the narrative. 1-all. Uh, 1-all? I think 1-all as well. The one last all. two games, the two games last season were 1-all, and I think it's going to be 1-all. Right, let's get on to that small game at 5.30. Uh, Wolves versus Aston Villa. First of all, a bit of Wolves team news. Um, I, guess it's, I say Wolves team news, but we haven't got a clue who they're going to play week to week. But Bodvarsic <coughs> looking to be back. I mean, Teixeira... We're going to see Costa, we're going to see yeah, you know, um, all these big boys, Cavalero. Well, he's been making fewer changes recently. It's more been one or, one or two changes a game or even an unchanged team. I think they'll change it around a bit at the back because they've made quite a few defensive mistakes in those last two defeats. Uh, I think we'll see Richard Stearman come in. I mean, the key is Bod Varson. If, if Bod Varson plays, then Wolves' win percentage is 50%. And when he doesn't play, it's zero percent. Zero. Okay. So they need. They need, it's all about Bud Varson. He's yeah. he's their focal point. Mm-hmm. That's their whole game plan, both offensively and also defensively. That <laughs> sounds a bit American, but you know, he the ball sticks with him, and he gives the midfielders and the defenders a rest. Sure. You know, because he's so good at holding the ball. Mm-hmm. The last two games he didn't play. It was just bouncing off Cavalero, and Wolves were constantly kind of being put under pressure. Um, masters of their own downfall, really. So, yeah, it's all about Bud Varson. And as far as injuries go, they're pretty much almost back to full health now yeah. with Dicko around as well. Which means a ridiculous, which a means, ridiculous which bench means, and which plenty means, of people left which out. Which means squad. about literally five or six first team players not on the bench. A ridiculous bench. Ah, so. that's not bad, that, to be fair. Have we used that headline before? It's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. No, get, 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 no we haven't for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much back to full strength there. Um, at the back, Richard Stearman, are we expecting? Yeah, think I think Stearman will come in. Um, experience in this game. Danny Barr, and then you, Doherty and Borthwick Jackson, who I'm mm-hmm. still not quite sure about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not con- you're not sure about him? No, he had a good good composed debut, but he's still he's, he's only played 20 games in yeah. his whole career. Yeah. So he's learning. He's, he's never going to be the finished article mm-hmm. for the rest of this season. So... No well, Connor Cody or maybe a Jack Price from nowhere. I, mean, I guess with Dave Edwards playing for Wales, maybe he might be. Maybe possibly. You know, he did play, yeah, played ninety minutes on Sunday. Um, although he didn't, didn't travel too far. They only went to Austria, didn't they? The, yeah. Before that, 
So I agree that the, the midfield for the last two defeats was 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 really poor. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Cody start. I thought he did really well against Norwich when mm-hmm. he came on. Him and Dicko really mm-hmm. changed the game. So I'd like to see Cody start, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I'm not sure if he will. I know Jed Wallace had a decent game in the Checker Trade Trophy, but that's very far removed from a from a first team game where he's been disappointing recently. Yeah, he had well, he had two bad games, and now he's been frozen out completely. But that's just the way that it's it's been mm-hmm. under Zenga because they've got 25 players. So if uh, if you're playing badly, then they'll bring someone else in. Safe to say, Paul Gladden won't make the bench. What's your problem with Gladden? Ah, uh, he's been dreadful. He's the only one who uh, he's my boo boy. He's not good. <laughs> you can't advocate boo, boo from the press box. Is yeah. that what you're going to do? I, I, I tell you what, Joe Massey throws pens from the press box. So yeah, that's true. I, I understand Paul Gladden is a regular listener of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> big fan. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, but um, you he's know, a big fan of yours. He's a big fan, <laughs> not as big as Ricky Lambert. I tell you. Uh, so yeah, big game, 5.30 kickoff. Let's go with the predictions. Matt Wilson, what are we saying? Aston Villa versus Wolves. Steve Bruce's potentially, but probably, first game in charge. Yeah, I think it's going to be 2-2 two, two because neither team will win it. It's going to be ding-dong derby. Well, if it's 2-2, two, two, neither team are going to win it. <laughs> no, that's why I've said 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> you, you didn't have to quantify the statement. <coughs> Fine, 2-2. Okay. It's so, always like this. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm prickly today. Uh, don't leave early, I would say. All right. Because uh, Wolves have conceded quite a few late goals, as a Villa, I'm right thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, don't, don't leave early. And I quite fancy Wolves, ju- judging on what they've done at Birmingham and Newcastle, their two big away games. Um, they've had most of the players in this week. I think they'll be well drilled. I think they'll be up for it. And... I'm kind of talking myself into a Wolves win, I think, 2-1. Yeah, I like it. I think Why so. Not? Why not? 1-2. Mm. Brucey bonus time for you, Matt? Uh, I think it could be a draw, this one. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I think Villa will be, you know, Villa will be up for it. New manager bounce, perhaps. Is Elphick, Elphick playing or is he suspended? I don't know. He picks up yellow cards of fun, doesn't he, Tommy Elphick? Where uh, is he? Elphick, uh, yeah, Elphick's playing, I think. And Bakuna is back. And... Uh, Jordan Ayew's got an injury, had picked up an injury on international duty, so mm. uh, he might be out though. Grealish, Grealish many is fans back. will think that might be no bad thing. Um, Grealish, yeah, Grealish played yesterday under twenty ones, man of the match uh, against Bosnia under twenty ones. Um, read into that how much he can, I don't know, but uh, maybe just to see how he how he sets them up. Um, yeah, I think, uh, but but I do, I do fancy Villa to to get something on on mm. Saturday. They've not lost at home yet, um, so. Um, but I, I think a win maybe be on them. But yeah, probably two goals in the last two minutes, one each. <laughs> yeah, fiery atmosphere, I think. And uh, I think Villa will score first. I'm going to go for Villa 1, Wolves 3. Oh, nice. Wolves 3. Uh, we'll be there. Maybe a little bit hungover, all of us. You'll Ooh. be a bit you, Are you going to... You've got, you've got an award ceremony Friday night, Mr. Matt? Anderson? I'm going to the same one that you're going to, yeah. Yeah. Tim? Are we going to do our predictions for awards night while we're here? Awards night? Oh, Yeah. Well, Go on yeah. then. What's our prediction? Are you in? Are you in? Are you in shortlisted for an award? You've only just come there, haven't you? Really? You're only a newbie. Yeah. Should be, should only be, been in a year. Should, should, be, should be newcomer then, really? Yeah, they? newcomer of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Tim. Tim's. Uh, I thought it was a sensational snub. To be fair, man. That's <laughs> unbelievable. That. Um, Tim's up for an award. Tim Spears. Should, you ex- should explain what this is, really. This is. Uh, yeah. Well, you explain what it is. You're probably better than me explaining it. You go. This for is it. the real awards. It's spelt. R E A L. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> That's how much I know about it. I thought it was RWL. No, this, this is the, the Express Star slash Shropshire Star annual awards ceremony. 
Well, in which you say we, annual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of yeah. every eighteen months, two years. Yeah, when we can yeah, afford to put yeah. it on. <laughs> uh, where the where the best and brightest of our great company are celebrated in one eat, one drink fueled evening. And that is frivolity and, and awards. Mm, yes. Uh, you work for Sports Journalist of the Year. Apparently, shortlisted with. With oh, oh, it's sports person of the year. Because, oh, sports per- because, what, like personality wise. B- Bish has made his way onto the onto the shortlist. <laughs> right. Okay. So you have to call it person uh, now, not he journalist. He ain't no writer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he writes headlines. Yeah. Okay. And uh, no, he's a good writer. To be fair. And Joe Massey. Just three of you. Just three. Wow. Shortlist. It's impressive. That. And Matt, you Matt Matt May, you won it last year. I did. Yeah. I last March. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, so maybe passing of the passing of the torch, so to speak. Yeah. Perhaps, yes. And what are you up for? Uh, Exa- exaggerator? Uh, Shimoni, I've still got that bottle of champagne. Oh, there you Somewhere. go. Get it down, you son. Get it down, you. Pro- preferably before 5.30. You won't need it after that. Makeup of the year? Is that you? Is yeah, it? yeah. Diva of the year. Yeah, Diva of the year. Like yeah. Digi- digital uh, sports person, I think. Or digital person of the year. Or digital, yeah, something like that. Are you going to do, do a Gwyneth if you win? What's a Gwyneth? Just burst, just burst into tears. You don't have to do And speech. do a really long speech. Yeah, you do have to do No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. You do. Do you do a speech? What's that? You, you don't do a speech, do you? You don't have to do a speech. You have yeah, to do, you do have to yeah. do a speech. Yeah. And a song yeah. as well. Um, oh, please. In fact, I, I, I wasn't able to attend when, when I won it. I recorded you... one by video. <laughs> video link? Yeah. Where from? From, yeah. a, from, from a beach yeah. in, uh, in Barbados? Yeah. Just, just in case, you know. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> I'm assuming if you'd not been asked... You know, they do it for all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Keep quiet. I'm assuming you've not been asked. Uh, have you, have you asked? Man, be your noise. Don't practice your speech. Just practice your gracious, losing face. Yeah, well, is it one of those... Well, you can't, it's not great for, not great for uh, listening this, is it? But it's kind of one of those... Are you going to do a Michael Jackson, you know, when he kind of compared himself to Jesus at the Brit Awards? <laughs> I'm not doing a speech. There's no speeches going on. I'm no, not, I'm not really a talker. Song. You're not talking. No, that's true. You hate the sound of your own voice, don't you? <laughs> Someone's got to present you rabble. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Um, have you got anything to add? Anything you want to no. say? Anything you no, want to say? Anything so. else? Um, we'll be doing it this time next week. Uh, massive game for everybody. Hope everyone wins. Can't really have that, I guess, from a, from a Villa and, and Wolves point of view. <laughs> we're, we're taking quite a strong team to Villa Park ourselves, aren't we? Aren't the, aren't the four, four of us go. Yeah, we've got Mr. Luke Hatfield now. Yeah, we've got a new sports journalist. So. Yeah, the newbie doing a really good job. Uh, so glad to have him on board. I'm sure he'll be on the show um, at some point in the future. So he will be there. You'll be there. Matt, you'll be there. So there'll be four of us. You'll be at uh, the Hawthorns for the Spurs game. And little Joe Massey will be, he'll be home against, uh, no, we're against all local. Shrewsbury. Excellent. All local, yeah. So we don't have to travel far while we're hungover on Saturday. It's great news. Big night out. Saturday, Friday and Saturday, yeah? Saturday? Yeah. Well, um, if we're all celebrating. Out in Birmingham. Yeah, let's get out. Birmingham, let's get amongst it. Um, email us, uh, Express and Styles. What is the email? <laughs> podcast at expressandstyle.co.uk. Uh, tweet us at es underscore podcast one. I've been Nathan Judah. Thank you, Tim Spears, Matt Wilson, Matt Mayer. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Goodbye.